Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fitchix Chat. Now, before we get started with today's episode, we want to let you know some exciting news. Our fitness and nutrition expert certification program is now open for enrollment. Yeah, so we are super excited. Our enrollment begins right now, and the classes start as of March 30th. So if you've been thinking about getting certified as a group fitness instructor, personal trainer, nutrition coach, and wellness coach, as well as build an incredible business of your dreams, this is the program for you. Make sure you check it out at fitchicksacademy.com. Now on to today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fit Chicks Chat. My name is Amanda Quinn. And my name is Laura Jackson. And on today's podcast, we are kind of tying it back to last week's podcast because we're talking specifically about um, incredible ways to start strength training and how that it can help you improve your overall health besides just shaping your body. The way it ties back to last week was last week we were talking about myth busters, right? Like these myths, the top myths that I truly believed as an individual before I got certified. And one of the myths that I believed was that it was like cardio was the only thing. It was like the queen of my workouts and strength training wasn't important. And that's what I believe prior to getting certified. Now that I'm certified um, as the co-founder of Fitchicks Academy, I understand that to be completely false and completely different. And so we really want to dive in a little bit more about strength training this week and talk about why it's so dang important for you to be able to add that to your workouts, to be able to add that to your clients' workout programs. You know, what's funny is that, so for anyone listening to you, what's interesting is Amanda and I recorded last week's podcast and then Zoom went kaput. So we <laughs> record our podcast in Zoom and then the recording didn't come out. So Amanda re-recorded it. So I'm like, oh, am I going to be repeating myself? But there's so many things that I, I wanted to say last week that didn't end up in the podcast. So, <laughs> I'm, so I, I feel away. like I might be repeating. I know. I feel like I might be repeating myself, but I know that I didn't, this, it didn't go to air last week. So it's funny because one of the things for me, when it comes to strength training, we're talking last week, it's like, it doesn't have to be an or game, right? Like there's still this belief or, you know, a lot of debate in the fitness industry of like, oh, you have to love cardio or you're like anti-cardio. And if you lift weights and you're into building muscle, then you're like, oh my God, cardio is the worst. And then so many people think, oh, if you want to lose weight, then, you know, why would you do weights when you want to burn calories? Cardio is the best. And it's like, no, they both are amazing in their own way Mm -hmm. and they both contribute to your goals, but you have to know how to use them in tandem, right? And that's the whole thing about what we teach in our certifications and why we developed our ethnic certification the way that we did with including fitness and nutrition and all of the things, because they all play a part. So I just wanted to say that because I know I didn't say it last, or I did say it last week, but no one heard it. But I just really think that even though we're talking about how amazing strength training is today, and you know, we we're kind of talking about cardio in a different way last week, it's like, it's an and game. We need them both. And they're both amazing to complement whatever your goals are. No, exactly. And yes, I'm sorry, Laura, that I lost the podcast last week in cyberspace. It was a good one. <laughs> it was like totally lost in cyberspace. If we ever find it, we'll just like replay. I ended up recording on my own. So you guys heard my thoughts on it. You just didn't get to hear Laura's. But, and I did talk about that specifically about like this whole like and game and how it's important to look at both of those aspects. But what we really want to talk about today too is just diving deeper into strength training and how that can help you improve your overall health. You know, I know that a lot of people think of strength training and they think of it from like the lens of, you know, it's going to 
like, um, it's going to tone my body quote unquote, or it's going to help me like have, you know, reshape my body, which is true that like reshaping your body is true. The toning is not true because your body already has tone, which we talked about last week, but the way that I like to think about strength training and these things are really cool is thinking about it from the different lens of like the other things that it can help with the other aspects that strength training support your body in. So the first thing I want to talk about is how it helps with cardiovascular health. And you might be like, what? like, what are you talking about? Like, it's not cardio. It's not a cardiovascular thing. But the thing is, is that, um, overall strength training, when you are strength training, it is linked to reducing abdominal fat and visceral fat around your organs. Right. And so when you have lower fat around your organs, you are helping your overall health. You're helping your heart be stronger, be healthier. So when you think about your cardiovascular health, it's actually helping your overall, like strength training is going to help reduce these things. So it's going to help your overall health in that aspect as well. I know one of the things that I love to do, and I know Laura, you're the same is whenever you're doing strength training, we like to do PHA training. So, um, peripheral heart action training. So you're using your upper body, then you're going into lower body and then back into upper body without any rest periods, which then also elevates your heart rate. So again, making, it's almost like making strength training into cardiovascular training by moving without rest or moving at a quick pace so that you're able to or lifting heavy is the other way you can do that too. But that helps to overall help your cardiovascular health as well, but also the visceral fat piece I wanted to add in. Well, that's what I always think about too. So even today I did legs and I, my My heart heart was pounding (laughs) pounding because I was doing heavier weights. And it's, again, that's why on days that I'm doing heavier weight training, I honestly, you know, I used to back in the day think, oh my gosh, I still have to get cardio in on top of my strength. Now I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm actually doing hit training at the same time because I'm doing these intense bursts, mm-hmm. getting the cardio at the same time of getting the strength training benefits. So it's like, that's where, you know, you're getting that improvement in your cardiovascular health and you're also getting the benefits of strength training. So I, I always find that with strength training, it's like, it's, it's so multifaceted. Like it does so many different things, but we tend to always just think about it. Like you said earlier in the sense of like, you do it for toning, you do it for building muscle, you do it for, you know, getting jacked. And for a lot of women too, that they're still very intimidated by it. So I'm happy we're talking about it in this way today, because it's such a myth that is still going on. Mm -hmm. And I mean, adding to what you were just saying too, the other piece that strength training really helps with is, you know, it helps with everyday movements. So if you're thinking about like, oh, I don't want to strength train because I don't want to bulk up. Like, yes, that's a myth. You will not bulk up unless that's your goal is to bulk up and you're eating a specific diet and training a specific way to, in order to bulk up. Um, but there's the other aspect of it. When we think about women's health in, or just general health in overall for any human is that when we strength train, we are helping our body to stay strong, toning those muscles underneath so that we can actually do everyday activities easier, right? So that means walking, standing, picking up your kids, picking up your groceries, doing all the things. I know that you've heard this probably before, but it's really just keeping that front of your mind. So when you're thinking like, oh, I don't want to strength train. I just want to do elliptical for an hour. Think about like, okay, but what are the benefits associated to each of them? And am I benefiting my body in this aspect as well? Because cardiovascular health is just as important. Yes. And I've talked about that in last week's podcast, but helping your body to be able to achieve everyday activities, even if you know, toning or defining or building muscle is not your goal. The everyday activity part should be your goal. Well, and also building muscle should be your goal. I'm just going to say it guys. We'll talk about that in point number three, Yeah. but 
you need muscle mass. You like, as women, we really need muscle mass. It's been proven to add years to our life. Mm -hmm. the more muscle mass we have. So that should be part of your goal. But I agree with this everyday movements because especially now having my son, like, you know, I'm 42. I had a baby later in life. He is now 10 months old and he is just like obsessed with me, which of course I love, but there's so (laughs) many times I'm constantly picking him up and he won't go down, right? Like he wants to be up with me. Mm -hmm. So instead of being like, oh, I can't get anything done. I just now take him with me. So whether I'm wearing him in the pack or I'm like holding him, I literally am constantly like squatting down, squatting (laughs) up, climbing stairs with him, doing different lunging motions, my upper body strength to carry him constantly. Like these are the things that I really, again, took, I take for granted. You know what I mean? Like I take for granted that I and I think about it more now, I'm like, oh my gosh, like imagine if I didn't have, I hadn't spent this time focusing on my strength training, focusing on building muscle. This would be so challenging for me to do, you know, to be able to actually hold him and like both from a strength perspective and muscle endurance. So it's like, I really see now as well, like, cause it's hard to really appreciate certain everyday movements and the ease of like getting up and out of bed until you can't do it anymore. That's what I find with a lot of like clients, a lot of students. It's like, you don't realize how much you really need to be working something or focusing on an area of, you know, building strength in your body till you can't do it anymore. You throw your back out or, you know, you're trying to like play with your kids and you can't get up. Like, and our goal is always to never let it get to that place. Right. Mm -hmm. But I just found, I was like, oh my gosh, I have such a different appreciation for all the, all that time I spent focusing on building muscle because now I have this ability to do so many things that it doesn't even like phase me. And he's a big boy. (laughs) Talking about that. Like, I mean, it's so funny that you're saying like, you're like, Oh, you know, like he's 10 months. He's so big now. And I'm like, my five-year-old who is almost as tall as me, she is so tall guys. Like I'm not even joking. She still makes me carry her all the time. Like not even just not like, like we were just out last night at the grocery store and she was like, my legs feel tired. Cause she had a full day at school. She was like, tired. She's like, can you carry me? And I was like, ah, cause she's so big. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I guess so I could try, you know? And like, but it's so funny because those are the kinds of things that I'm just like, I am also grateful that I'm able to do those things. I'm able to carry her up the stairs to go to bed. Cause she always likes to be carried to go to bed at night and things like that. But it's like, you don't realize it until you don't realize how important those things are and how much you should appreciate what your body can actually do until you're not able to do those things. So we want to definitely get to the place where we're focusing on the abilities and strengthening our abilities to be able to do those things for longer in our life. Now on that topic too, I know you were talking about like the, the third thing that we want to talk about in ways that strength training can improve your overall health besides just shaping your body is rebuilding your bone depth, your bone density. So it's proven that after the age of 40, we start losing approximately 1% of bone density every single year due to aging, um, nutrition and lack of movement. And so as women, especially, because I know that we really need to be focusing on like, of like not avoiding, it's not the right word. Um, but I can't think of the right word, but it's like, well, osteoporosis the, hits women more than that's what I was going to talk about, but I was like, it's not reducing. It's like not avoiding, but it's like helping to prevent prevent. That's the word. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but we want to be able to self prevent osteoporosis from happening. Right. And 
the more strength training we do, the more we are able to push that back a little bit more and continue to keep our body functioning the way that it's meant to function. Right. And so we need to be able to focus on that. And by strength training, what we're doing is we're actually putting pressure on our bones, right. And forming, we're basically having our bones get pressure on them by strength training to help ourselves and push them into action to alleviate this breakdown. So strength training is actually one of the most important things that you can do, especially if you are 40 plus. And I mean, obviously do it younger so that it becomes a habit. But if you are someone who is 40 plus, and maybe you've never had strength training, never tested out strength training, you need to start considering adding that as a part of your routine every single week to be able to avoid that. And it can help even reverse it. So you need to be able to start adding that into your life now. Well, and the thing too, that I also wanted to add to that is it's not even just about the bone density. It's also about the reduction in muscle mass. So as we hit 40 over the age of 40, we are also losing muscle mass at some studies even say up to 5% a year. If we're not, if we're not using those muscles Mm -hmm. and this is where too, it's like, we have to make a conscious effort. And I know a lot of people, we still want this quick fix mentality. And we want to think of things as like, you know, I just want to do something that's really easy or like 10 pounds in 10 days or just focus on weight loss. But, and I know these things aren't sexy because for me too, it's like when I was younger, I literally did not even, when someone talked about osteoporosis, I'm like, wah, wah, wah. Or someone <laughs> would talk about like, you know, my metabolism. I'm like, whatever. Well, and the only time I paid attention was if it was to do with weight loss. I was like, oh, wait, will this help me lose weight? Okay. Let me listen. Right. So this is where I think it's so interesting too. It's like, as we get older, we have to be more involved in this and we have to make more of a conscious effort. And also the thing is too, is I've talked about this before. We talked about this a lot in our certification, but like muscle, the more muscle mass that we have, the more calories we burn at rest. So basically you're turning your body into a calorie burning machine, the more strength training that you do. And that will help you on the days you don't want to work out, right? It becomes this like, it's like a pay, it's like you're building your muscle bank. So like you can cash out later on when you want to take days off kind of thing. Like, or (laughs) it literally is like, you're putting, you're investing into that bank and then you have money sitting there or muscle sitting there that's benefiting you even when you're doing nothing. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, I just always think about it in that perspective as well. It's like, why would you not want to strength train? So you're helping that muscle mass from not going down and you're revving your metabolism. So you're, you're going to like not gain weight as you get older. Um, and you're going to be able to do all the things like pick up your kids and you're going to prevent osteoporosis. So even if right now, those things are not in your awareness, because like we were just saying, like, usually these things are they don't become an issue till they're an issue. Like you don't start focusing on preventing osteoporosis till you get warning from the doctor. It's going to happen. That's just the way human beings are, right? Mm -hmm. We just can't relate it. But it's like, if any of these one things kind of tie into you and maybe it is just like, oh my God, I'm not going to gain weight or I'm going to prevent, I'm going to lose weight. The more strength train I have, then focus on that for now and allow the other benefits just to, just to enjoy the other benefits without even knowing them. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I definitely agree with that, but I do think too, it's like, it's looking at it and saying, okay, if you are someone who has never had strength training in your life at all, like think about these different benefits and decide, decide like, what is the one thing that is going to get you moving? That's going to motivate you to just keep going down this path. Right. So it's like, maybe it is like, like you said, maybe it's just for weight loss, or maybe it is for shaping your body, or maybe it is for this, but just 
just like really hone in on that one thing. If you just need that one thing to get you started and really focus on that, because like you said, the other things are just going to come. They're just going to be benefits. That'll be like these underlying benefits that you don't even need. Well, it's, it's what I say with everything to do with health, right? It's like, it's, it's like, it's finding a thing. (laughs) Yeah. It's like finding that it's like all of the, yeah, the hidden benefits. It's like, find the thing that resonates with you because you need to be motivated to do it. Mm -hmm. Right. So if so, it's like telling someone to like, you should eat broccoli because there's so much um, fiber in it. And you're like, I don't give a fiber, crap. About fiber. fiber. Yeah. Yeah. Like it doesn't resonate with you. Right. But if they're like, oh, if you eat, you know, broccoli, it has the least amount of calories with the most amount of vitamins and minerals. So you're like feeling super full. Um, and so you're eating less calories. You're feeling super full. You're not having cravings, whatever it is that resonates with you. You're like, oh, actually I struggle with cravings. Yeah, of course, I'm going to try to add more broccoli to my diet. So it's like just finding it in the language or in the thing that really resonates with you, because then you get all the other, like the added benefits are just these like byproducts of the action that you're doing. You know what I mean? So you're getting all the things, all the benefits that we're talking about today, all four of them, but just find the one that makes sense to you to actually get you to go do it. Mm -hmm. Because not doing it is the worst thing. And I think, you know, the last one, I think for me, when I think about like all of the benefits to strength training, they're all really equally important to me. But this last one, I think for me, when I recognized how important this was or how much it could benefit from, it really resonated with me. And this is one that really resonates very strongly with me because, um, it's about the mental health aspect. It's about the cognitive function and the brain function, because by doing strength training, And by doing any kind of movement, I've always seen movement as like a moving meditation in a lot of ways, but like when I would run, I would really be like focusing on like my steps, like how many, I would be like counting steps and things like that. But when you're strength training, you have to actually focus on, or if you're doing sets and reps and things like that, you're counting, you're counting your reps, you're counting your sets. And it's proven that by just doing that, you are improving your brain functionality. You're also putting that mind body connection in place, right? So now you're really focused on improving your brain function, your cognitive function, and then also allowing yourself to kind of meditate on that movement. And it's just going to benefit you in the big picture of things. Cause I think about And I don't know if it's just because I'm 43 now and I think about these things, but I also know, unfortunately, a couple of people that have dealt with dementia and things like that. And I think about like having that cognitive function and really paying attention to like having my brain be constantly also getting a workout. And that's when I think about sets and reps, I think about it as like, it's like my brain's way of working out at the same time. Like when I go for a walk and I listen to a podcast, it's the same thing, right? It's the same sort of concept of like, I'm working my brain while I work my body. Totally. And I know in the podcast that did not air, <laughs> I was talking also about you know, my, <laughs> my grandmother who has dementia. And I was talking about how, so there's my grandmother is in her late eighties <laughs> and she is currently, she has dementia and she's in a home, but my grandmother has also adopted a body and um, a belief system around exercises that you know, our, we should rest. Like we're always so busy and she never worked out and she would come home from work at four o'clock and, Oh, I need to relax and sat on the couch all the time. But she acted that way from the age she was 40. And then there's my husband's grandmother who is like 95 and she now lives in an independent living. She goes to the gym every single day. She uh, plays bridge. She drives her car still. She's completely like so active and her body is so strong, but and she doesn't, you know, she takes rest times, but 
everyone always tells her, oh, you're so old. Like you should sit down. And she's like, well, no, if I stop, then my body will stop. And I love seeing her as an example and like looking at the two of them, because it's like, you can really see the difference in her vibrancy of life because she's always included movement and strength training and focusing on her, like her muscle mass and all of those things. And it's also benefited her brain as well, because she's Mm -hmm. so much more there, like very cognitively. It's like you're like looking in her eyes. Yes. Her body has aged, but she's still so much more present and you can just see the benefits of, and she attributes most of it to exercise and nutrition because she's always focused on eating well and moving her body. So I just always see it too. Just my last one in terms of that I would add to this. And in addition to improve mental health is that it just even adds to like the preventative health of like the quality of life that you're going to have in the long term. Mm-hmm. just the quality of the energy and the movement and all of the things that strength training, because you need to have a strong body and we're all going to age, right? But we need to be able to have the strongest version of our own body that we can have. So exactly. that would be the last thing that I would add to it. I love that. I love that. And thank you for sharing that about her too, because I think it's, it's such a great example. She's of amazing. The differences. Yeah. No, she's amazing. Like I look at her and I always think, you know, it's, it's just interesting how different cultures, like my mom and I talk about this a lot. My mom's 65 and my mom's like, I don't think I'm old. I'm like, mom, you're not old. Like <laughs> no. if we're, if we live to a hundred, would you say that at halfway through your life, you're old? You know what I mean? Like, I, I honestly feel like I'm 42 and I'm just getting started. Like, that's actually what I think. I'm like, oh, this is like this next part of my life is going to be like the first part was amazing. Like this is going to be amazing physically, mentally, all of it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, but my mom and I talk about that, but it's just so easy for us to get into this belief system that I'm too old to start lifting weights or I'm too old to become a fitness instructor, or I'm too old to do this because we put ourselves in these boxes when in all reality, you're just getting started. Like you can do anything. You can start your fitness journey at 65. If you want, you can start at 90. We have it just might our, look different. We have some students and graduates of our Academy that literally like, like Deanna, who's like at 65 got certified. Yeah. Literally she's retired registered nurse and decided, you know what? Now is the time that I'm going to get certified and start my business and start coaching people and also help her own health and her family at the same time. Right. So it's, it's, you're, it's never too late to get started, but the, the only time it's too late is when you just don't do it. Like, it's like you, yeah. you just have to start at any point. So even if you're listening now and you're like, okay, I've never really thought about strength training. Cause I always thought it was going to bulk me up. And I always thought it was just not for me and like, whatever. Now is the time it's never too late. There's no, like, there's no judgment. There's no shame. There's no nothing. And like, if you haven't done it before, it's just take that step now. And if you're like, okay, I need to learn more about this, or I need to, you know, be able to educate myself so that I feel comfortable in these things. There's so many different ways that you can educate yourself, right? Whether it's hiring a coach, hiring a trainer, going on YouTube, um, watching different videos, buying different programs. And of course, shameless plug, joining our certification, (laughs) our fitness expert certification will educate you in the best way possible to be able to get started on your own journey and also help others. So that you can inspire other people too, which is really cool. Totally. And that's what I love. I was just, cause we're gearing up to opening up our doors into our next certification, which is starting March 30th. So make sure to check out fitchacademy.com for more information about our next certification. But mm-hmm. as we're preparing, I was going through a lot of our grad success stories and it's just so incredible to see how many people join the certification, not even knowing if they wanted to really coach other people. 
they literally were like, I want to learn more about fitness for myself. Like I want to actually start to do something where I'm taking care of myself. And then of course it's, it's such a, like a gateway drug, right? Like you start learning about yourself, you start doing it, you start seeing the results and you're like, everyone needs to know about this. Everyone needs to focus on their health. (laughs) Everyone needs to get at like, you're so inspired by what you're learning that you want to share it. Like, you're just like, I can't help. That's exactly how my journey started. My journey completely started that way with my yoga certification. My yoga certification was never for anybody else. It was literally just because I wanted to learn more and better my own practice. And from that, we used to have, remember our friends used to come over in our living room and just like practice with me every single day. And it was so fun. But then then when you start teaching people, yeah. And then you start, but then when you start practicing what you're learning and you start practicing on other people and you realize, Hey, actually I can do this, then it becomes even more, but it's just, you know, like Amanda was saying, whether you are wanting to learn more to take the leap for yourself, like just for yourself, or you're thinking like, I want to actually teach other people doing it. A certification is the best place to start because you know, you're getting the right knowledge and you know, you're getting in a way that makes sense. That builds off of not just the actual like principles, but how you can actually piece everything together to get the best results for your body. So you're not just doing stuff for the sake of doing it, which I hate doing. Like you're you're actually learning how to systematically use strength training to get to any goal. Or you're not doing it based on like, you know, miss like, because if you start Googling too much, you will just, you will get so many different opinions. Right. And you're going to just get like misinformed and then you feel overwhelmed. So Definitely. I agree with you. So as Laura mentioned, our certification is starting March 30th. It is open for enrollment right now. You can check it out at fitchicksacademy.com for more details. Um, That is it for today, guys. So we will see you again next week. Thank you so much for listening and have yourself an amazing day. Bye everyone. Bye. up today's episode of Fit Chicks Chat. Thank you so much for listening. Now, as a reminder, we are now open for enrollment for our fitness and nutrition expert program that is starting on March 30th. So if you've been considering getting certified in group fitness, personal training, nutrition, and wellness coaching, as well as building an incredible business of your dreams, make sure that you check out fitchicksacademy.com for more details. We would look forward to welcoming you to the Academy. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out.